most original talk radio station anywhere. We are L.A. Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You're listening to Provocative Thoughts and Positive Vibrations with Tommy Bahamas and friends right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Good afternoon, Los Angeles. Good afternoon, world. (laughs) (laughs) Don't flub it. My name is Joe Pranito, and I'm here to say that life is good. Sure is. Good afternoon, Tommy. Good afternoon, Joe. (laughs) Good afternoon, world. Yes, that's right. You're back to another Wednesday edition of... Positive vibrations, <laughs> provocative thoughts, and positive oh, vibrations funny. with Tommy Bahamas and friends. And we do have friends in the studio today. We are having Author Palooza, where we are having, uh, well, I guess three out of four ain't bad. <laughs> Dead silence. Oh, my. No, what I was going to say, three out of four Tate authors. Okay. Published. Yes. There so we all mm-hmm. are authors in studio, but. <laughs> Already then. <laughs> We're having quite a cut up today, folks, and we just wanted to uh and you know, you have those days where you wake up and you have everything set to go and um you know, life happens. That's that's a fact of it, you know. We're in it together and uh all the notes we had to share with you guys. They're, <laughs> they're gone. They're gone. All the clips and emails <laughs> and little bits that we wanted to play for you guys. Well, they're still there, but we can't access them this morning, so so Arctic uh, Zero actually, Man will have to wait Arctic, again. I tell you, Arctic Zero <laughs> is just going to have to wait again, but it's okay. I tell you why, because we have Arctic Zero with us. Yeah, uh-huh. and while you're getting that ready, I just want to say, Joe, that was very good. In oh. fact, it was a little scary. Oh, was have it? you was been it? practicing? I, you know, I I listen I, I listen to the show, and I'm a, I'm dedicated, and I'm I'm a Tommy Bahamas. Fan. I can see wow. that because he Boy, has that isn't? shirt. Yes. My, my lord. I that shirt. And I'm telling you, I think he was wearing it the day that you were here. And I think he went out and you bought one. Liked it so much. <laughs> I, I tell you, you have to go to my website to understand this. But oh, yeah. Jones. that's the sh- Is that that's, it's, the shirt it's, on the website? It's, is it really? It, very, very cool. If you look at my bio. Oh, my. It, it's, it's a, a oh, he's ringer. looked at it. Okay. Yeah. I've been watching you, Tommy. (laughs) Boy, that's funny. Okay, so I have to say something while you're getting that ready. You guys don't even know. This person sitting here across from me. Wow. I'm now just... just, My co-host... A a person? And my best friend has brought you (laughs) his last pint of the mint chocolate cookie Arctic Zero. That is... To uh, share with you. That's incredible. My only pint, I have to tell you. His only and last pint. We don't know when there'll be another pint. Oh, we do. But, <laughs> <laughs> but for right now, this is the last one, and he wanted to share it with you guys. So. I, could, I could think of nothing better than to be able to give my favorite Arctic Zero <laughs> to you guys to try to have in fellowship in, in the studio because I got to tell you, there is absolutely nothing like... Mint chocolate cookie. <laughs> um, I gotta ask you, Tommy, listen. Yeah, with the Dora. Do I get the Dora or the Flower Power Bowl? Because Joe's really staring at this. Uh... Uh, no, you get, you get Diego. Oh, oh Diego. I want Joe. To... Diego will share it once we get some ice cream in there. That would be awesome. Ah, there it's, we go. So, now let me just clarify: <laughs> it is not do. ice cream. It, it, oh, is, it not. is an all-natural frozen dessert. That's right. Arctic Zero is an all-natural frozen dessert. <laughs> 
that you can spoon or lick off your fingers. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm we did try bring both. spoons though. It comes in a variety of different flavors. Let me tell you. Oh, we only have one flavor, Joe. So you <laughs> uh, well, when you mentioned it last Friday about mm-hmm. having the uh, mint chocolates, mm-hmm. I was uh, looking forward to this. Well, I, I got to tell you, surprise us to this if, level. If you haven't, if you haven't tried it yet, folks, I've, I've said it a thousand times now, and maybe not so much because we're, you know, haven't been on that long, but. <laughs> uh, the truth of the matter is is that it's like taking an entire box of Girl Scout Thin Mint cookies and jamming them into a bowl. Or, excuse me. <laughs> We're jamming it into a bowl. A pint. A pint. Don't forget the milk. Oh, yeah. I'll just take one scoop, please, of my Diego or Dora, whichever one uh, you want to give. Okay. Last time you complained, you didn't have I'm, enough. I'm, I'm, I'm watching my weight. But well, wait a minute. Oh, well, wait. wait a minute. Calories is this frozen delight. This, this frozen delight <laughs> over here, Arctic Zero. Zero, zero. Arctic Zero, this particular container is a whopping 150 calories. Wow, hardly anything. Nothing. No, so what's and, in that bowl is nada. And also, Arctic Zero is fat free, gluten free, it's lactose intolerant friendly. It's, it's, it's kosher. It's kosher. <laughs> <laughs> and it's made from the finest quality of high-protein whey that you concentrate, you can get. comes in a variety of flavors from the mint chocolate cookie to uh, traditional chocolate vanilla with a hint of maple, uh, chocolate peanut butter, cookies and cream, uh, coming soon, uh, pralines and cream, uh, orange, mm, good. orange cream, and uh, for the holidays, we're going to have pumpkin spice. Oh, just a but. plethora of enjoyment mm-hmm. our way. Oh, I told you we weren't going to need those sandwiches today, right? I, I have to concur. <laughs> you are correct. Can Gentlemen, can we dive in now? Oh, please. And I the Arctic Zero, Zero Taste Challenge has begun. Here mm. we go. Start your engine. Wow. Mm. Comments, thoughts? Mm. Well, what, I, I uh, have many thoughts about this. All good. <laughs> As a diabetic, for you diabetics out there, there's a whole bunch of us. I can eat something healthy and not be guilty about the sugar or think I'm going to have to eat vegetables for the next three days. I can enjoy I can enjoy life a little bit by having something sweet. Mm-hmm. And the best part of all of us, what is the best part of this? It, it's, it's it will make your... Oh, your colon smile. Amen, sister. And, and some, for some good. of us, your semicolon, too. <laughs> 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 Wow! Wow! Well, I can tell. See, you, I'm nowhere without my notes. This, <laughs> this is a, this is a lot like a the whole troop of Girl Scouts have knocked on my door mm. and they've all dropped their Girl Scouts in my mouth. Oh Cookies. my! Cookies. Oh, oh my! my. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, we come oh before you right now, Father. We pray that these are Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> oh, oh no! Joe. God bless you. <laughs> Lock your doors. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, I, I, I'm I'm laughing so hard over here. I can't even speak because there's just, okay. Tell the truth. There's you can't just speak. so many things I could say. You can't speak because you got a mouthful of Arctic Zero. Okay, yes. let's no, not. I'm, I am actually restraining myself at the moment yes. because there's just too many things. That is I funny. Buy. I'm glad Christians uh, aren't <laughs> perfect but forgiven because. Uh, Boy, a lot of people think we're just all stuck up and don't have any fun at all. Meeting you guys, the time in the last hour has just been incredible. I've laughed, I've <laughs> hollered, uh, 
mm-hmm. make make closer friends. It's been awesome, guys. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying this. No matter what Joe says about Girl Scouts, <laughs> I, I'm we love it. and support the Girl Scouts. Okay. Um, yes. Yes. yes um, Maybe sure. not as much as Joe does, but we do. We love I, and support. Them. I love their cookies. I will support their cookies. That's all I will support, and I think that's a good end you know, of topic. My cousin Linnell. <laughs> God bless my cousin Linnell. She came up with a great idea, and she said. Since they've made this, why don't they come up with like a Samoa? Like the Samoa cookie the girls got to have, which mm. is like the chocolate and the caramel and the cookie and the actual coconut. Mm. <laughs> Could you imagine how wonderful that would be? Hard to imagine, actually. Mm. Do you know that if you go to uh, if you go to like a candy store like C's Candy and you ask them for pina colada, they don't have the pina colada chocolate. However, what they will do is they'll cut up three different kinds of chocolate and give it to you, and it'll be called a pina colada. Mm. Yes. Yeah. That's wow. an amazing trivia that I'm glad I know at this so point. So now yeah. you can have a, a taste sensation by having a couple different pieces of candy in your mouth at the same time to make the pina colada. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. Exactly. But is it as good for you as Arctic Zero is? No, it's not. <laughs> and it doesn't even taste as good. Mm. You know, and Very it's not good. as bad. If I had this vision in my head of, like, Willy Wonka, you know, with a girl who, like, ate, ate a piece of candy and it had, like, an entire meal and a blueberry pie in it or whatever. And then she turned into a blueberry. Yeah. See what happens? You're going to turn into Arctic Zero Man. I know it. It's coming. I know it is. You know, I have to apologize to the public as well as Garrett. We, Lois and I wrote this bit for Arctic Zero Man three weeks ago. Oh, it's yeah, it's been. And we have, we've gone on our, every day on the show saying, on our little post saying we're going, we're about to do it, Arctic Zero Man, Arctic Zero Man, and God bless. Every show has been better and better, and it's been the lesser of all evils, literally. Mm-hmm. Today, we uh, we're going to unveil it because yesterday <clears throat> lo- or the day before yesterday, Lois and I actually came out with a pristine version of this that we could play for you guys, uh, sound and music inclusive, and nothing. <laughs> The internet is down, <laughs> Gmail is down, our notes are missing, and God bless, we are here floating in the studio. And we want you to know that you can call in right now, 818 Joe, can you do that? Are open. I don't know the number by heart. Um, Joe! Let me get you Don Coffin's phone number, and I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> 909. Blah, blah. But wait, there's more. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. So I, I like this. So was this all planned out on the notes? This, you know, that we can eat the Arctic Zero and talk about Girl Scouts? Cause no. Well, see, you know, one of the I'm things. I'm not the one who talked about Girl Scouts, Joe, yeah, but dive Joe, in there. But yeah, I'm, I'm, go for I'm, it. I'm more concerned about their cookies dropping than, than anything at the moment. But <laughs> I'll right. discuss that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the, 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 uh, the actual format that we were planning to do, and we've done this with uh, Garrett from Arctic Zero, is um, we intend every listener every guest that comes in the studio to be able to have their own independent taste test. Because mm-hmm. we figure what better way for the listeners out there in the world to understand and experience than to actually have the people that are in studio with us to actually try it and to give their own personal testimony as to the quality of it, the taste of it, or what have you. And uh, when we get callers like Bill, who called from England the other day, mm-hmm. asking, where can I get my Arctic Zero?, it solidifies the fact that not only is it an all-natural product that you can spoon and it's good for you, but it's one of those things that everybody around the world is looking for because we all want something that we can sit down in front of the tube or whatever it is we do in the evenings and not have that guilty conscience like, oh, no, there's the, there's the Chili's commercial again. I want to go eat baby back ribs. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. Sizzler. 
it's you know oh, all the shrimp you can eat but wait there's more you know <laughs> a red velvet cake that you didn't want to eat but wait you know okay do we have anything else to talk about other than food today is this a problem no, it, uh, no, it's not. I'm just, I'm just curious. Until next time. <laughs> yes, same Bahamas channel, same Because ba- <laughs> I just have to ask. Maybe they saw it because I only, I only caught half of it, and now the internet's down, so I couldn't check. But you guys, did you all hear about the um, soy cashmere sweaters? Yeah, so have you guys heard about that? I'm what is sorry, that? that seems like a paradox. <laughs> it, is soy and cashmere together? Well, That's, see, here's the thing. I mean, understandably so. And this is one of the few gems that have been lost in the notes this morning. Um, God bless Jillian Barbera, who does the, the L.A. morning show, I guess, yeah, for Fox. Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's from Canada, and she was going on about the fact that, you know, those of us who live in the northern country, we're with the traditional wool or the traditional, you know, stuff to keep us warm, the thermals, what have you, and sweaters are made from coarse stuff. So when she found cashmere for the first time, it was like, you know, putting on silk or something. It was a, god, a godsend to her. Or eating mint chocolate cookie, Arctic Zero. Mm, well, <laughs> thank you, Lois. Carry on, Tommy. Anyway, uh, as, as I was saying, she was promoting this new line of product, of fashion. And the thing that was the quote-unquote paradox, if you will, was the fact that she was saying that this, these cashmere dresses and sweaters and clothing and stuff was made from soy product. Now, to my knowledge, cashmere is the fur of something. Of something. It's, it's <laughs> an animal, is it not? Yes, it is. It's, so, it's, But she went so far to say that this is not only soy product, but it's made with tofu. Mm. Now... It's something you can wear, and when you go out in 110 degree you can weather, eat you can too. eat it too. Wow. Um, oh, no. my. I just had a. Sounds oh. like Arctic Zero may have a challenge on its hands. I, I tell you, you know. Yeah. Now, I mean, ca- make a coat. Casimir is, is the combination between a cat and a squirrel, right? That's, I, that's, oh. That was my understanding. It's some sort of a fur, you know. I mean, a little bit of both. I, uh. I don't know. Well, I was thinking when she said soy that maybe that's their clever way of saying it's fake. Well, I don't know. it has to be. I mean, it has to be imitation because, I mean, <laughs> if, if, if there's a soy cat oh, out there, if there's sweetness, a, run, a soy run. squirrel. Sweetness needs to run quickly through and go hide. Julian, if you're out there, please give us a call as soon as you can. <laughs> We're a bit confused. <laughs> Uh, it's it's one of those things where you, you sit there and you scratch your head and say, all right, all common sense tells me that this cashmere is produced by something that God created. And <clears throat> if you're telling me that it's produced by something man-made, how can you even call it cashmere? It's, it's It doesn't make much. sense to me. <clears throat> that's, that's where the paradox the, comes in. Ex- yeah. Exactly. The logic is escaping me. You know, you could say it's cashmere-like or, uh, you know, pleather. <laughs> <laughs> Genuine simulated Naga hide? Is that where you're going with this? I just I just have the vision in my mind of the three cats sitting at home around the computer listening to the show with little, looking li- for a place to hide. I, I'm, see, I had, I had a different vision. I had those cats in there with these little knitting needles going. Doggone it. They caught us again. You know? 
Uh, listen, you know, we, mm. we've got 15 minutes in the show, and I have to apologize. We do have Don Coffey in, in, in the studio with us, Tate Arthur, author of The Rescue. And we also have Joe Bernito, our, our other friend, another Tate author, who is the author of Climbing the End of Your Rope. And we have the Dr. Debbie in the studio, Lois Josephs, who is the author of? Uh, prefaces and Deflections. Yes. Because that's what I do the best. She, yeah, she is it's true. a master of deflection. It's true. I have well, to be. I have to. You know. I had to go get my PhD just to be able to comprehend and discern what she's trying to tell me. For oh, the wait, first, that sounds backwards. What for the first six months we talked? All he would ever say to me: "Don't preface. Don't deflect." So I thought, whatever. That's true. That's true. She, mm. Instead of just saying, uh, "Would you like a sandwich?" Yes or no. <laughs> well, the history of the sandwich was created in 1642 in a place called Sandwich, England. But wait, there's more. <laughs> if you happen to travel through the Oriental Express train and come through Switzerland, you might be able to get some Swiss cheese and some arugula to put on your sandwich today. But wait, you might get a crescent roll if you go. <laughs> anyway, that's the name of my book. And you, sir? Oh, I have many. Now, I, I am... Um, mm. Ramblings and reflections, reflections, <laughs> <laughs> reflections and ramblings of an opinion American poet volumes one, two, three, and there's a number hmm. of other children's short stories that are out there as well. Oh, great! great. And uh, thus we have Author Palooza. But I did want to, you know, let the listeners know that we uh, have our friends and our authors in the studio, and the subject matter today, believe it or not, is something that I think, uh, you know, all kidding aside, that we need to incorporate into our day-to-day life. And it's, I think it's something that we forget about uh, because we get caught up in that day-to-day, you know, and, and that's prayer. And we have the, any, any given time in the course of the day, and I can only speak for my own life, but I, and I'll, I'll put the floor to you guys in a minute, but in my own personal life, uh, I have to have cultivated constantly throughout the course of my day prayer. Um, it's not just one of those things that you hear about. You drop to your knees in the morning, you thank God for the day, or you drop to your knees at the end of the day, and you say, mm, thank you for today. It's one of those things where we have to be vigilant and constantly in communication with God. And uh, for myself, I can only tell you that it's the, probably the core of what keeps me, like a better word, sane day to day. I have my own internal san- insanity, <laughs> which I unleash on the <laughs> Which just came out. <laughs> which I unleash on the world three times a week for an hour or so. <laughs> and it gives me my... Uh, my uh, Outlet. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but just to let you guys know, the uh, listener lines are open. 818-602-4929. You can call and speak to us directly. You can ask any questions about uh, either of our books. and uh, Or you could just say hello. You know, just call in to say hello. Yeah. Now, call in. No. <laughs> Call now. 818-602-4929. I would like to pretend I'm a caller right now. And okay. I would like to address a, a question directly mm. to Joe. As you know, Joe is oh, a yes. pastor to um, hospice patients, correct? Yes, yep. that's, that's right. And so I'm, I'm curious. I hope I'm not stealing anybody's question mm. out there. But when you approach a person who knows their life is near the end, um. Do they take that opportunity to ask you about prayer? Do they do they say, "Teach me to pray at that pray at that point"? What is your role in prayer with that person when they're near the end? Well, as a uh, as a hospice pastor, that's actually my primary role mm-hmm. is to 
uh, is to tend to the bedsides and offer any type of spiritual support I can. So, so prayer is definitely uh, um, probably one of the biggest parts of my visits with my patients. Um, are they uh, receptive to it? Yeah. You know, most of the time I find people at the end of their life, they have nothing to look forward to uh, in this world. Mm. So they start to reach out and try and figure out, well, what else is out there? What is this God that people are talking about? What's this heaven that they're talking about? And um, <clears throat> many times I'm finding that, that, that people have already reached a point where they have that belief system in place. Mm -hmm. I'm just able to come alongside them towards the last six months of life. And, uh, and try and help them through that and pray with them and read scriptures to them and try and help them connect uh, connect to Jesus and, and make him their, their Lord and Savior. Um, I've had the opportunity to, to minister to Buddhists and Muslims and a lot of different, but it's funny, most people are just open to prayer. So mm -hmm. even though I say, look, it, I, don't, I, I don't particularly pray to your God, I will gladly pray with you mm -hmm. and I'll gladly read scriptures and most people are very open to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you shared that. Yeah, yeah thank you for sharing that. And yeah. It's Don and, and Lois and I were discussing across the street before we came on uh, something very similar, you know, about going to a, a church service or going somewhere and uh, and and needing that message, you know, feeling mm -hmm. comfortable in the mm -hmm. spirit of and 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 uh, somebody's trying to call in and I missed it. I hate it when that happens. Bummer. That's what you get when the phone doesn't ring. Well, that's the thing. Well, but could you imagine if every time somebody tried to call the station, all of a sudden it rang in our ears? Yeah, that would ring. Whoever well, was out there out calling there. in. Come on in. Brum, brum, yeah. brum, brum. No, but I mean, seriously, it, it's, I think it's, it's one of those things that um, not only is it a matter of, of having our heart in the right place and being open to, to pray. I, I mean, those of us who are, were blessed enough to have that structure and the, tr the foundation in the church or to even be exposed to it, you know, uh, in any court port of our life. Um, oh, we do have a call coming in. Hold on one second. I'll sidetrack my own thought for this. Thank you for calling in. This is Tom. You're on the air. Who am I speaking with today? Hey, how's it going? Hi. Who, who's this? Hey, I, I had a quest question for Don. Okay. Yes, hi. Who's this? Can you hear me there? I can hear you just fine. Who's speaking, please? Oh, this is Lawrence. Lawrence, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. Uh, yeah, I just had a question about the book. Uh, what should I learn? Uh, what should I expect to learn from reading the rescue? Mm. Oh, good question. Let's uh, let's open it up here. There's a lot of lessons in here. It's written from the book of Joshua, which is a handbook, if you would, on spiritual warfare. But I do have three main objectives and one main mission I need to get through with this book, and that's one of my prayers that people would understand it. The first one is that we develop and maintain altar moments. By that I mean quiet times with God, times of prayer like we've just talked about, that truly do alter our life. We need to be able to get close enough to God so that time with Him can actually produce a transformation. Uh, the second thing is developing and maintaining an Old Testament level of reverence mm. in our lives. Reverence is, a, is key for our closeness with God, understanding that, number one, He's God and we're not, but understand, he is the creator of heavens and earth. And because of his grace and mercy in sending his son, we actually have access to him because of that payment. And that's the type of reverence that we need to maintain in our lives. And the third thing is developing and maintaining, and this is the hardest one for me and most, most uh, Christians, developing and maintaining determined obedience, even in the face of the front lines of battle. Um, 
we're going to face hard times whether we're walking with God or not. It rains on the just and the unjust. But what's important to understand is that through obedience with to what God has called us to do, he will be our comfort, he will be our strength, he will be the wings that cover us. Uh, so obeying God isn't this tremendous dra- dramatic thing that each person has to do. In fact, in the Old Testament, when it talks about the law, you've probably heard of the Ten Commandments. The way a Hebrew person thought of it back then was more walking with God and his commands, which is a far different vision of what the Ten Commandments are or the commandments of God than what we presently have. So those are the three main things. The, the, the ultimate mission through the book, Lawrence, is to uh, develop a life of holiness, one that is set apart for God, and that's our ultimate mission. Thank you. Great, great, great. Right on. Any other questions, Lawrence? Oh, that's it, man. You answered everything. I appreciate it. Well, listen, I appreciate you asking, and uh, stay walking with God, and uh, we'll be praying for you, brother. Yeah, thank you for calling. All right, thanks, Don. Have a great afternoon. God bless now. Bye, guys. I apologize for that distraction. Uh, We had another caller coming in, and I believe it was England again. (laughs) 441? Oh, yeah, that's definitely England. I love it when we have listeners from across the globe who call. Yeah. I like that. I want to take away from from the conversation. Determined obedience. I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in my Old Testament studies, uh, that's one of the things I discovered about the Old Testament characters. Mm -hmm. They were determined to obey God. They knew what was going around them, but they also knew that they had a different type of reverence for God than we do, and, I, and, and that's one of the things I pray for myself. I use that term, Old Testament-type reverence, like I've got it. I'm mm-hmm. still working on it. There's a lot of things in my life that God is still working on. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's that process of getting to that, that perspective of God and that reverence is where we learn what we need to to maintain that place of reverence with God. Mm-hmm. Got another call coming in. Good afternoon. You're live on the air. Who am I speaking with today? Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yes. Uh, who am I speaking with? This is uh, this is Greg. Hi, Greg. You're live on the air. Hey, how you doing? Just want to say hi to everyone. Oh, thank you. Hi there. Hi. Hey, Greg. What's up? Hello, Greg. That was hey. Uh, well, I got a quick <laughs> quick question for Don. Um, okay. Just wanted to <laughs> let Don know that um, absolutely great book. Great book. You're gonna. I think you're going to get a lot of success from this. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Um, one uh, one question, but I think everyone is probably out there wanting to know uh, want to know this also. Are you going to do another one and when? Mm. Um. Yeah, real quickly. <laughs> What's that? When? When? Yes. I apologize. They're they're letting me know what when really means. Okay, <laughs> I'll keep my talking <laughs> short. No, 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 that's not what I meant. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, <laughs> Joe. I hear you, brother. <laughs> what I meant. <laughs> Okay, back to Greg. Listen, I, I've already written a second book. It's in the it's in a rewrite process. Uh, I probably have another couple of months. I'm hoping to get it to the editors um, sometime in October or November. Uh, it's a different subject that we're dealing with. With the same overall message is developing Old Testament it, to be in an Old Testament boot camp for a New Testament war. Uh, it's it's under that same umbrella, only it deals with another Old Testament character, the servant of Abraham named Eliezer or Eleazar. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I do awesome. have book two coming awesome. out. Thank you, man. Thank you. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I'm very excited and I, I absolutely cannot wait to get into the second one. You know, it, it's it's really, really great. Well, thank you. Thank you, Greg. I, 
I really appreciate that. Coming from somebody who's only recently figured out how to write <laughs> or what a semicolon was, as <laughs> Lois likes to share. Um, I appreciate that. I really do. All right. God bless you, brother. Awesome. God bless you. Well, I'll you. tell you what. Thanks, thanks everyone, and uh, good talking to you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for calling in. Okay. God bless. Bye-bye now. Don, I told you, stick with the poetry. You don't need to worry about the semicolons. Yeah, you did tell me that. <laughs> that is the interesting thing about our writing. I love semicolons. That. Don't you? <laughs> because you know only the wise and wonderful will truly understand their place and purpose. You guys need to write that down. I just made that up. Somebody <laughs> Wait, write that down. It's been preserved, preserved in the <laughs> Yeah, you're in the archives. You're preserved good. Preserved in the wow. archives forever. Isn't that awesome? I could never repeat dun, dun, it. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> that was really That's good. I like right that. There. Yeah, yeah. Actually, bring, bring, Joe. I have a question for you. Okay. <laughs> You're on your own. First time caller. caller. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's my line. <laughs> how, how is it that you do your day-to-day job and, like, keep yourself together and not get, let yourself get lost in, in um, what you're doing. Not to interrupt, guys, but we had England calling again, so. <gasps> okay. Hold that question because right. I've got an answer. Uh, good afternoon. You're live Hello, on really? the air. Good afternoon. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm here. Hello, Lois. Hi. It's Rob. Oh, Rob. Hi, how are you? Uh, I couldn't find any sign of you being on air tonight. I was checking your... Um, schedule and it look you know you, you haven't caught with broadcasting so I thought I'd better ring up and see what's going on <laughs> we're here broadcasting Rob yes we are how, how are you today very well thank you are you I'm great thanks I'm great so did you have a question for us well uh, you left me a message saying you'd ring me you see and I wondered what I've been waiting for a call and it hasn't come through so I thought I'd check on the internet see if you're actually broadcasting because it went on your site yes 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 Rob broadcast was uh, Wednesday uh, last Wednesday on Friday sorry yeah and Rob we are looking forward to having you as a guest on the show on Friday yes we're going to have you back on for uh, on uh, Friday afternoon or I guess it would be in the evening on your in yes, evening Friday. For those of you who don't know, Rob is a beautiful writer of uh, pro- poetry and prose, and we're looking forward to having him on the air on Friday with us. This oh. is very true. That'd be great. Great. So um, what time are you going to call Friday so I know what to be ready? Well, we'll get you about quarter a- uh, quarter after your time, so I guess it'll be about quarter after eight in, in England. That's fine. That's brilliant. Yes, I should look forward to that. Yes, sir. Um, are you all right, Tom? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm doing good. I've, I've had a couple of rough days, but other than that, uh, God is good. So, and I'm glad right. to hear that things are good. Right, on your well, end. In, that, in that case, uh, I've got a couple of phones ready for you, which I shall save until Friday. Yeah, that would be that great. Would be we look forward to that. All right, then. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, uh, you should ring me Friday, will you? Yes. We will, Rob. Rob, have a great Rob, evening. Rob, God Rob, bless we'll you now. Time. Okay, then. Thank you very much for that. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. Nice to meet you, Rob. Bye. And we have, go ahead and uh, we got another call. Good afternoon. You're on the air. Yeah, hi. Uh, my name's uh, Keith from Redlands. Mm-hmm. Hi, Keith. And I had a question for Don and Joe. Don and Joe, I love it. All right. Beautiful. Awesome. You know, Don, um, I just I just got the book, uh, The Rescue, and I can you describe uh, one of the worst battles in the book and give me give me a feel for. Um, what he was going through, and then how we get through it in our life right now. Oh, wow. And then um, also, Joe, um, 
I read, I went on the internet and checked out what you're doing, and it's incredible. I, um, I've lost a, a mother, a sister, a wife, mm. and my father. And um, I want to know um, what's driven you to bless other people with your book, <laughs> and what have you gone through in your life as far as losing loved ones? Mm. Those are great questions. So. What I'll do is I'll uh, uh, let Don answer your first question. Will I think of my answer for your second question? <laughs> well, actually, I wanted to hold mine until you did okay. yours. But oh listen, my. I will. I will go ahead and pick it up. Why um, do I feel like I'm like the the, 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 mo the moderator at the presidential debates? <laughs> thank Thank you for right. joining us, Tommy. Uh, we'll now we'll hear on. from the gentleman. Okay, from, Joe, from go. From you have 45 seconds. Okay. The, 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 the refined gentleman from Riverside will now be speaking. <laughs> I, okay, okay, I'll I'll answer uh, I'll answer your question first. Uh, this is Joe. Um, uh, hey, Joe. Hello, nice to meet you. Um, you know what? Uh, it, it's funny. I started doing hospice when I was twenty five years old, and um, you know I was kind of a young kid a at the time. I've lost. Uh, I, I did have some close losses as far as friends, uh, really close friends. Um, uh, my uh, my grandparents, um, and and through that, that hadn't given me a lot of experience honestly with with going through the grieving process however for some reason at the uh, at the age of 15 when I started ministry people were always coming to me asking me for prayer talking to me as kind of a listening board and um, and, and I found myself uh, that God had really just kind of given me a heart to be able to listen to some of the things that these people were going through mm. and, um, and and pray with them so uh, in answer to your to your question about that, that's that's my some of the losses that I've experienced, um, and uh, as far as doing the doing the job, I mean it's uh, yeah it was I was 25 years old. The Lord opened the door. I walked through the door. Eight years later, here I am, and I love it. It's an opportunity to minister. It's an opportunity to meet people. It's an opportunity to share the love of God with people that otherwise I wouldn't be able to. I mean, mm. it's something interesting. Amen. That's incredible. When yeah. you get, uh, incredible. when you have the opportunity to, uh, that you get called at two o'clock in the morning because somebody is losing their loved one mm. and they call you, it's a very humbling experience. Oh, I bet. I can only imagine. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I, I don't take that lightly. Mm -hmm. Um, and as far as writing the books, um, uh, my first book, Living and Dying Without Regret, I wrote because, uh, uh, so many times I hear people ending their life and the things that they have to say are regrets, things they wish they would have done, things they wish they wouldn't have done. Mm. And, uh, and it was more of a, a, a call to, to us to live our lives to its fullest. And the second book, Climbing the End of Your Rope, was kind of a, um, the second part, if you want to make a part, uh, that shares a little more of a hope-filled story of the way that we can get out of some of these circumstances so we do live our life with significance with and, and we could end our life without having some of those regrets because we relied solely on the Lord. Amen. So I hope that answers your question there, buddy. Yeah, you know what it does? Because um, <clears throat> I've been there in that uh, bereavement situation yeah. many times and um, it's, sometimes it's a long process without a doubt. It is. So tell you what, so, it, if you uh, if you email me uh, right there through my website, uh, and give me your phone number. I'll be happy to give you a call and talk to you off the air. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> Amen. All right. Thank you very much, Joe. You're welcome. It's it's nice to see the anointing of God at work, even here in the studio. Visibly seeing God work with somebody is uh, pretty humbling. You used a, a good word. Amen. Um, as far as the uh, getting back to to the first question about my my book, The Rescue, the biggest battle that the main character named Joe Ash had to deal with was he had to face what's called a nephilim. 
And what that was was a giant in the time. And uh, they were, at this time during Joshua, actually hired as mercenaries <coughs> for their brutality against people. And they were actually brought in as leaders and so forth for the enemies of Israel. And our main character, Joash, uh, as he was being promoted through the ranks, had to face one of these. And what's interesting is as he took this giant on, he had to tell himself, I have to rely on what I've been taught. I have to trust what God has put it put inside me to do. I have to turn toward this giant and charge. He knew getting fallen back on his heels uh, wouldn't work. He knew a pity party wouldn't work. He decided he needed to square off to this giant and charge. You know, the Bible says in Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against us can stand. Well, this was a prevision of this. Uh, here's a giant that had been placed in Joash's path to stop him from his mission. And with God's power, God's ability, and his yielding to God, he was able to get through that battle and ultimately to, uh, to succeed in other battles with what God has taught him. Did that kind of answer your question? Yeah, that? it really does. Okay. Um, it's almost like, um, I almost see it like what Joe does and what you're doing right now is how we get through life and, mm. you know, uh, the illnesses, the sicknesses, the battles in life. It's almost like you guys are on the same page. Yeah, we've actually kind of been noticing that too. We end up in the same studio and just somehow we met. Ne never, <laughs> yeah, several places, but let me just, just 30 seconds, seconds off here. I, I really think that God is calling... Um, a few remnant of men I know Joe is one I'm hoping that I become one who really do understand when we say I surrender all and I lay it all down for you that it, that just isn't a good song with a great melody but it's part of our life mm -hmm. if we Amen. truly want him to increase and us decrease that means we have to stop doing certain things and begin to do things that God wants us to do it's not easy it's, it's oftentimes difficult but thank goodness we have the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the Creator of the heavens and earth, as the one we turn to. Can I ask one more question? Sure. sure. Uh, Joe, yes, um, do you think sometimes illnesses or when people are dying, um, do you think sometimes that's God's grace so that we can reach them? Mm. Good question. You know, I kind of have to go back to the parable of the one sheep. You know, I, I think that uh, that Jesus cares about that one sheep. I do think that that uh, that God will do whatever He wants to do to get that one sheep, and because He loves them. Uh, will I myself go to the extent to say that He will purposely place illness for that purpose? I won't. <laughs> but what I will say is that God will work in that circumstance. That when somebody is sick, that that uh, that somebody will either lead them uh, to scripture or or somebody will come to their aid to be able to shine a light to say look at you may be going through this but there is help um, mm -hmm. you know and the help isn't going to be found in your physician and and, and in your uh, your medical manuals your 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 hope in this life is going to be found in scripture and Amen. Uh, Amen. and that's the best answer I can give to you with that <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well thanks guys I appreciate your effort and your writings um, Big time. I know that's a lot of work. Amen. Well, Thank thanks you for, for calling, calling in. in. Thanks, right. Keith. Thank you, guys. Thanks for the radio show. I appreciate it. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you. God bless you, you now. You Take care. You bet. God bless you guys. Bye. <laughs> we are going to copy each other. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm determined. <laughs> I am going to be Joey Bahamas. <laughs> oh, my God.
And I'm just kidding. The brother, the brother I never knew I had. Oh. <laughs> but I have lots of brothers. This is not a bad thing. No. But you know what, Lois, to answer your question about that, I, I think we kind of did answer it a little mm-hmm. bit. But, you did. But you know what, I'm a, very, I'm a very corny guy who thinks he's funnier than he actually is. And oh, I think we're the we same way. That. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Can I get an amen over there, Tom? In the morning. So, I, I know. I'm the only one laughing here. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but bum, you, know, bum, bum. you know what it is. It's when you're able to go into some of those circumstances and... and, and and know that the Lord's using you, mm-hmm. and you can walk away from that circumstance knowing that the Lord used you. That really picks me up. I mean, when I first started, my wife thought that, um, hi, Tina. My wife thought <laughs> that uh, I was going to be, um, you know, would I be depressed when I got mm-hmm. home? How would I be? Mm-hmm. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. I'm exhausted. Yeah. But um, depressed, no. No, yeah. that's something I'm not. But uh, Well, that's because it's something that I face doing therapy with clients. It's like, mm-hmm. how do you go home and not take it all with you? Yeah, yeah. well, you can watch The Simpsons. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, you're not wrong because sometimes <laughs> Don is so disappointed. Don, Don right is just now. sitting here shaking his head. <laughs> I said funnier than I thought I was, Don. <laughs> well, I wanted to in- interject something serious. I-, I really believe that that's a gift of God to be able to carry someone's burdens to that degree and be able to minister hope mm. mm-hmm. and then when you leave them you need to release that to God yeah. and can continue to pray with them without letting that burden so affect you that your family life is hindered or uh, or it starts to affect your walk that's a, that's a gifting from God not many of us can do that and I'm uh, I'm I'm pleased that yeah. there's people like you that God has called and people like you that have said yes. And I'm not just blowing smoke. God needs right. men like that and women like you, Lois, to step up for it's, that calling. It's funny that you mention it like that because in, in the course of last week or so, I mentioned to Lois, and uh, we all have our own personal burdens that we deal with. And mm-hmm. outside of the studio, you know, we have our own issues going on. But uh, another one of those wonderful things my father, you know, had instilled in me, you know, via the church is that, you know, it it's sometimes we we carry joy by just listening to another mm. and it loosens their burden yeah by them That's sharing right. that with us mm-hmm. so they know a they're not alone b that that their their burden of whatever it may be they're carrying is a little bit lighter on themselves and they have shared it with somebody uh solidifying the fact that you know when two or more are gathered yeah and god is aware yeah. you know mm-hmm. and yeah. we are in the presence of and uh, I, I think it's so important for us to recognize that 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 sharing that ability and having that prayer and having that communion with each other, even if it's just the two of us, yeah. is yeah. It's, it's essential to our to our Christian life, to our daily walk. Oh, and, absolutely, yeah. and to our inner contentment, you know. Mm-hmm. And having that ability, to, like you were just saying, to be able to, I mean, uh, I I don't recognize it, and we were having this conversation before we went on the air about. Um, I was brought up in the traditional church, you know, so I had to wrestle with myself, is this really ministry, you know? And then and Don mentioned it to me and a couple of other friends of mine in fellowship mentioned to me, any time that you're mentioning to another brother or sister the word of God at all, mm-hmm. it's ministry. That's right. And we're broadcasting in 47 countries around the world. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not up here sitting here saying, I'm going to break out, you know, Proverbs today and we're going to discuss... Right. Such, but is, there is, I think it's important and it's essential for each of us as individuals to recognize that we do have a conscious choice every day to cultivate our own relationship with God. Oh, and absolutely. part of that, in order for us to be able to hear, we have to be able to speak. 
Mm-hmm. And in order for us to be able to do that, we have to have an open dialogue of communications internally with God every day. Right. And that prayer. Right. Because you know? how could we ever, you know, the, what was the old ask and you shall receive? Mm-hmm. How could you do that if you don't ask in prayer and reverence? Mm-hmm. That's right. Absolutely That's right. And I think, uh, and I think one of the, one of the things for me in prayer that I've had to learn to do is to pray that it's the Lord's will that's mm-hmm. done in my life and Amen. not mine, because it's very often that we find ourselves on our knees with our needs, kind of our mm-hmm. little list. Um, there's an old song called Shopping List, and it was just about this lady who had this long shopping list. Give me that. Give me this. I want that. Bless me, Lord. And it was just all about me. Mm-hmm. And um, but I think when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane. And we found him at one of those moments that he was finding himself uh, going through fear and then, you know, facing the cross that he can say, uh, you know, Father, I don't want to do this. Basically, in English terms, I don't want to do this, but not my will, but your will be done. Um, I pray for that every day. I ask that God will guide me and use me as a tool, an instrument to to shove his power, glory, and and his will. And, and, Mm And I can't think of any other way that I can sincerely walk through life if I don't ask for him to guide me and teach yeah. me the lesson of the day. No matter if it's good or bad, it's still something for me to grow personally. Yeah, and Believe. it gives me the freedom to trust him. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Good point. Yeah, I, I know for me, a prayer is a very precious thing. I mentioned it to one of the callers. When we go before the Lord in prayer, there was a cost that, that was paid, that was Christ. And that sort of reverence or fear idea that what I'm, go- what I'm going before the Lord right now cost him his son's life mm. that helps posture my heart to go before the king of kings mm-hmm. and you're right we make that shopping list and we go to god like he's a relief pitcher or just for damage control mm-hmm. when our god is so much greater than that Amen. so much he longs to bless us and he covets that communion with us he just mm-hmm. loves it and um so for me that helps me develop that reverence and that posturing of my heart when I recognize this came with a price, and that's so yeah. important, so important. Would you believe it, guys? We're literally down to the last four or five minutes of the show already. Oh, you're kidding. No. Wow. <laughs> well, since we I are... I love it when it's like that. I couldn't let this day go by without putting a challenge on you. Oh, come on. Now, see, now here's the thing, guys. I actually have been challenged by this beautiful woman over here for the last two, three weeks. I've heard I it. I have stepped up to said challenge, and I was going to challenge you this morning or this afternoon but my notes i tell you <laughs> your notes are gone so good thing mine's in my head yes okay all right <laughs> hit me all right i want you to write something that <laughs> sorry <coughs> did i do that on the air <laughs> i don't write something that speaks to why you're doing what you're doing on the air okay mm. oh i like that wow, i'm uh, waiting to hear that a, a purpose actually you know it's, it's funny i actually did write something a few days ago and it can be taken and interpreted in many, many different ways. Um, but it really is kind of like my personal walk and journey with God and as well as my personal daily walk in Brea, you know, or wherever I am in the world. You know, there are times when we're caught in our own individual valleys, if you will, and we need to walk in faith blindly at times through the night knowing that no matter which direction we're going, we're in, we have God's guidance behind us. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, we, we didn't do our shtick, but... We, uh, we got two minutes left, so I, I want to let you guys know as listeners that uh, we are a show for the people, as you heard uh, people calling in all over the place today, and, and thank God for that. Uh, 501, where's that one, Lo? No idea. We have, like, multiple I think people. that's the south. Okay, we have, like, multiple people trying to call us at 
like I've got three people right now trying to call us, and I can't. We got two wow. minutes. Oh, Hello, wow. all three of you. God bless you all out there. Yeah. Send us we, an email at info yes. at tlbethel.com. Yes. Send us your information, and we will get you on the air. We do value your uh, your uh, participation, not only as listeners, but the information you send us as uh, just to let us know that you are out there. And uh, we want you to know that um, we are uh, sponsored by you guys. And uh, you can uh, contribute if you'd like to, and you find it in the kindness of your heart to, to try to keep us on the air. You can go to uh, www.tlbethel.com, and uh, from the itinerary page or the front page, you can guide you down. And it doesn't really specify it yet. We're going to work it in, but we figured out that uh, with as simple as a donation as a quarter, uh, it will help sustain us on the air. And if you believe and you feel that the ministry and the stuff that we're providing you is... Uh, Worthy of that, uh, find it in the kindness of your heart to help if you can. Outside of that, uh, we do offer as well our individual books, and Joe has uh, offered a, a coupon or a link, uh, LA Talk Radio, on his website, which is com, And he can spell it for you in just a second. <laughs> um, but uh, honest to God, um, we do appreciate. And if you do have topics and discussion you want to bring to us, you can. Info at dlbethel.com. And... Uh, I'm done beating the drum. Okay. We, but we are out of time, guys. We have about a minute left. So, well, What is your website where people can visit? Okay, and I'm going to ask you the same question after. I'll be uh, ready. www.joepranito.com. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. J-O-E-P-R-A-I-N-I-T-O.com. Download mm-hmm. the iPhone app. Download the iTunes podcasts. Don, <laughs> what is your website, my friend? But wait, there's more. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's um, uh, www.returntoyourking.com. Spell it all the way out. Amen. And that's something I, I, I try to convey every place I go, talking with those people. Let's return to the proper place. Uh, you can order the book there. You can read about it. Um, I'm shortly going to have some links. Joe's link will be on there shortly. Hopefully, the LA Talk Radio will be there as well. Mm-hmm. And we are here to serve. Amen. Yeah. And with that, uh, I can speak a little lower so I have anything left to say. Um, I'm just happy to be here today with you guys. I'm so honored and blessed that you came into this the studio is, with this us. This is a lot of fun. Oh, I, just, I wish I had time to do it always. So do I. I yeah. wish both of you guys could make it out here and do it with us. All your tears are filled, so this and is I, awesome. I think we did pretty good without any notes, too. I think you are correct. You know, I tell you, the Lord works in strange ways, and I thank everybody for uh, your attention and your listening today. And more than that, I thank you, and I, I thank God for allowing us to be able to speak to you guys. Have a wonderful afternoon, and God bless you all. God bless you all. Bye-bye. God, God bless us all, everyone. <laughs> Have a great day, guys. See you later. Amen. <laughs> Bye. You're listening to Provocative Thoughts and Positive Vibrations with Tommy Bahamas and friends right here on L.A. Talk Radio.